Hello and welcome to the Guernsey Press Politics Podcast. We've got Chloe present here with Simon Delarue and we're going to take you through what's looking like a very, very busy states meeting. Uh, and we're starting off with something that's been, well, we've been waiting for it for quite a while now and it's some quite big news that came up a few weeks ago. Yeah, I think it was, uh, it was mid-November that uh, Deputy Andy Taylor announced that he was going to be resigning from the Development and Planning Authority um, because he was concerned about conflicts of interest, uh, as he put it, and um, failures to follow um, proper procedure uh, on the part of other members of that committee. He gave us very little detail and he's been stum ever since, uh, but he is entitled to make a resignation statement and that is on the order paper we've received today. Um, So it's the first thing up. And um, the fact that he's not been willing to say anything about it up to now, but is going to talk about it in the States, where he's legally protected from, uh, you know, where he's allowed to say anything he can without legal comeback, uh, would seem to indicate that uh, he's got something potentially damaging or explosive to say in there about this. So it's uh, going to be interesting to find out what it is he's going to say. So obviously we'll bring you all the details, uh, at least all the details we're allowed to. I guess we'll be speaking to our own lawyers um, following on from that. So, um, so that yeah, that is potentially quite interesting. And, of course, um, on the moment, at the moment when he's delivered that statement, he will have resigned uh, formally from the DPA, who have already lost Deputy Bob, T- uh, Bob Murray, um, uh, who went to PNR, so they're going to be too light. But later in the meeting, they will have the election to uh, replace those two members. So uh, that, yeah, it's going to be a, a, a lot of things going on with the Development and Planning Authority in this meeting. And I, I realise I'm jumping ahead by saying this, but there is also um, a policy letter from them coming um, later on in this meeting. We probably won't get to it uh, on the first day, um, which is all to do with dealing with eyesores around the island. Um, and uh, but we'll we'll talk in more detail to that uh, to that when we get to it I would imagine but that's the first item up that resignation and we have heard some whispers about who could be up for nomination for the DPA um, yeah you've had your ear to the ground on that I, I've been completely oblivious but uh, I, I, only, only this morning that I've that I've heard a couple of bits so potentially Deputy Yvonne Burford is up for that also Deputy Chris Blinn and interestingly Deputy Chris Letissier who um, has already been on the DPA on this term. But, but he had to give up the seat when he was uh, banned from the States for a year. But yes. uh, I guess he served his time, so uh, he, he is eligible now to get back on there. So that would be interesting to find out what goes on with that. And then we've got a statement from Home Affairs coming. Um, and then for what I think will take up quite a while is lots and lots of questions, um, more than we'd usually see I've on an I've never seen this many on, certainly not for uh, many a year. Yeah, and, and it covers quite a broad range of topics as well. So we've got Deputy John Gollop um, on buses and about... He, he's also pointed out that there's pretty much no night buses going at the, at the moment beyond about half eight at night. Um, so what are people doing on late night Christmas shopping nights, which is, uh, I think, a fair point. And as we know, he's quite a frequent bus user as well. So, uh, And then we've got some questions from... Sorry, I'm just collecting my sheets. We've got oh, some more questions from Deputy John Gollop about carers and their um, uh, the amount of vacancies that we've got over here. Pay, I think there'll there'll be a lot of discussion about because I, as far as I know, they haven't accepted this state's pay deal. Um, still, I think it's them along with with well the unions anyway, and them along with the unions for the education. Um, department or education staff I should say and then we've got some from Deputy Heidi Soulsby as well. Yeah she's uh, she's wanting some answers about as I think she's not alone in this she's wanting some answers regarding um, the IT failure that saw the state's um, IT offering just collapse uh, a couple of weeks back 
Um, Which ironically happened during the last states yeah, meeting. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it kind of threw our um, coverage into confusion when it we couldn't did. even it's... listen to the states <laughs> uh, back. Um, and we had to sort of rush up and go to the public gallery uh, and cover that while not being able to access any of the amendments. Or yeah, it wasn't uh, it wasn't great. But uh, that was that was just a minor problem compared to some of the problems that will have been faced around the island. Um, and lots of people have been demanding answers. Uh, Deputy Peter Fairbrush, of course, the chief minister, was demanding answers not so long ago. Well, now Deputy Heidi Soulsby, um, until recently a member of Policy and Resources, is going to ask Policy and Resources for some answers um, regarding all that. Five questions she's placed uh, wanting some um, details on exactly where the investigation has got to and indeed, interestingly, uh, whether there should be an independent review into what happened rather than an internal incident report. Uh, then we've got a, a, some questions from Deputy St Pierre as well to Health and Social Care about the St John's residential home and whether the uh, state, the staff there are going to become uh, employees of the states as a result of their taking it on. And uh, also he wants to ask about um, safeguarding matters and uh, finally about the um, the education, sport and culture, um, secondary and post-16 education um, budgetary savings that they've uh, argued for. Now, this isn't prompted by the, uh, f uh, the falling out between R.G. Fuller and the states. Actually, those questions were submitted about an hour before the states um, announced that they had pulled out of the... Uh, the agreement with Archie Fuller to build that uh, Les Oseway campus. Um, but I'm sure that matter will inevitably be discussed as a part of all those questions. Um, so I think that's going to take up most of the day. When you think that the elections that immediately follow uh, for the one seat on uh, education, sport and culture, again, that's because of Deputy Bob Murray taking up a PNR seat, and the two seats on DPA are likely to take a really long time. They're, they're, they're allowed to all the candidates and the nominators are allowed to make um, uh, quite a few speeches on those. Um, so by the time we get to the Alderney Airport runway rehabilitation, it'll be almost the end of the day, I should think. So we'll probably have a lot more detail on that uh, later on, because our time is up for now. Yes, and for once we've done it in just over six minutes. I think we have, yes. <laughs> so anyway, stay on here for more details of what transpires on all those subjects and indeed uh, what we get to on that Alderney runway issue. But for now, bye-bye.